Hey, it's Brendan, the host of the Music You're Missing podcast. If you or someone you know is an independent artist, then you're going to want to listen because I got to tell you about Groover. Groover helps artists get their music heard. Through an innovative web platform, Groover connects artists who want to promote their music with the best curators, radio stations, and labels seeking emerging talents. On www.groover.co, artists can send their music directly to a selection of blogs, playlist curators, record labels, and pros of their choice with the assurance of guaranteed feedback. Groover's over 2,000 active music curators have given more than 2 million pieces of feedback on the platform, and right now, Groover's offering a special discount to listeners of Music You're Missing. Use the code MYMGROOVER23 for 10% off music promotion services today. Welcome to Music You're Missing, the modern radio station. After years of working in radio, I realized something wasn't clicking. There were so many artists that mainstream media just weren't giving proper treatment to, so I sought to change that, and Music You're Missing was born. From just starting out to signed, this interview-style podcast highlights artists you don't want to miss. Follow along to the regularly updated Music You're Missing Spotify playlist to discover even more can't-miss tracks. Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti. You're listening to Music You're Missing, and today we are joined by Almost Monday. Almost Monday is the epitome of good vibes. For context, I just had myself a little Cali road trip, and I'm not lying when I tell you I almost exclusively listen to their tunes. The band consists of longtime friends Dawson, Cole, and Luke, and they are on fire right now. I spoke with them just ahead of their final night of their headlining tour, which they sold out so many shows on, by the way, and just ahead of the new release for their single called Only Wanna Dance, which I'm happy to share is now out and streaming everywhere. Specifically, it's streaming on the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist at the number one spot. So go check it out. And while you're checking it out on the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist, feel free to rate the Music You're Missing podcast five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it sounds cliche and corny to ask, but the more five stars and subscribers we get on streaming, the higher likelihood our episodes get playlisted, which means even more exposure for these talented artists. I'm super excited to play back our conversation, so I'm going to stop talking now. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Almost Monday on Music You're Missing. We are joined with Almost Monday. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Thanks, man. Thanks Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So it looks like we're we're separated right now. Where are we? We are. We are separated. Yeah, I'm Uh, down in San Diego, and the boys are up in LA. Um, Have our show in San Diego tomorrow, so just getting ready for that. Yeah, that's your last night of tour, correct? That is right. The last of a good run. Give me the recap. How's it been? You know, it was it was cold. You know, we're San Diego boys, so we're not quite accustomed. Um, but in Toronto, it was like negative 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Yikes. Which, you know, seemed like it was even cold for people living in Toronto. So definitely was a, was a little wake up. But man, the shows were great. Sold out a few dates, like San Francisco and Salt Lake and LA, which is really cool. Um, it's just cool to see it grow and cool to meet fans and, you know, just be out on the road. Being on the road is like our favorite thing to do. And, you know, you make songs in like your living room and in these studios. And then there's really nothing like seeing people who know the words and, you know, the songs mean something to them. You know, seeing them in person and, and getting to have that kind of experience with them is really one of the best things in the world. So, I mean, tour was was amazing. Sad it's already over. So I kind of I heard a wild story about your tour. 
and I would love to kind of unpack. I heard you were asked to ask someone out on stage on behalf of someone else and they turned them down. Yeah, dude, that was super heavy. That was, that was like, I didn't know how to, uh, I really, it, it happened so fast because right. You're in these venues and like, oh, it's like in between a song and, um, you know, you can't ignore somebody going, Tweet, you know, yeah. right in the front. And so it, I just remember grabbing the phone, this dude and yeah, he just was like, I don't like her like that. And it was just a very, um, you know, those moments that just happen so fast and you're just like, dude, like damn bro this is gnarly i can't believe this happened i thought this was going to be kind of like a layup you know like oh yeah of course you know like great moment so but she's oh she's doing okay the crowd was really sweet we tried our best to you know make sure she was okay and you know good but, you yeah moment, bro. like straight up i think if i was in that dude's position i probably would have just said yes for the sake of it um but. That, i mean that was my thought i mean my thought is like dude, you know, you're on stage, you're getting passed up to a guy with a microphone. Like at that point, just be like, yeah. And later, you know, be like, no, but it's just like, you know. So only want a dance tour interestingly named because you got a, you got a new track coming up soon called only want to dance. I want to talk about that, but first have, have you been playing this track out live on tour? You've been testing it. Yeah. We've been playing it for a while now. I think, um, we played it over the summer as well. Um, so it's been a good one for us live. So we're excited to have it out on Spotify and have music streaming everywhere. Yeah, and I, I actually just saw the music video. How long oh, did that cool. take you to... I feel like it was filmed in so many different locations throughout so many different seasons. Was that like a, a long project for you guys? Uh, it took us four days. No shit. Yeah, How were yeah, you in like the not... desert and the snow? I guess actually California, that explains it all. But that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing about California, but... Yeah, we went all over. Very random video, but it's kind of the um, charm of it. Just did it with a couple of our buddies. Actually, one of my roommates uh, shot some of it. So, you know, it's fun to keep it within the family. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing looks so incredible. Um, the the shot where it looks as if you're on Mars. Where yeah. is that? Did you guys actually like straddle up in a rocket or what's the deal? Was that in yeah. California as well? We got a hold of Elon's people <laughs> and we just, you know, the budget was there and we you know, made it out. So it was cool. It was a cool experience. Did it? Hey, it looked like a fat budget project. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> but congrats on the headlining feat. That's uh, honestly it's a huge step in your career. And as yeah. a group who started releasing music, like before you could do that, you kind of mentioned how there's, there's no feeling like it. How was that adjustment? Was it kind of weird to all of a sudden now have rooms of people to play with that you haven't met before? Or was it kind of like a natural progression to just start jamming in front of strangers? Yeah, I mean, I'm always just like, I feel every time that we're playing a gig, and especially on this last one, I always feel just a crazy sense of just like gratitude. And like, you're making these songs, like I said earlier, and then these songs mean something to somebody enough for them to, you know, buy a ticket to come see you play them. I just feel so much gratitude towards them. And especially like coming out of like what 2020 and 2021 was, just making these songs and like not being able to do what we love doing I, I just all it is is just gratitude and love and just so much appreciation for the fans and people that come out and uh it's really like that's the thing about being in a band like if they're not there there's you don't you don't exist and there's nothing they're really the best part of your show is when mm -hmm. people are there i just think uh just stoked man just hopefully can keep doing it like just the best 
Yeah, I mean, I, I saw you sold out a, a bunch of shows, so I'm I'm sure the the future holds some more shows for you guys. Uh, do yeah. you have like certain venues you want to play? Is there anything you haven't been able to play that you've got on the bucket list? There's obviously Red Rocks. I knew you were gonna honestly when I asked that, I was like, he's definitely gonna say Red Rocks. I know it's like that one's that one's kind of basic at this point. I feel like every artist says that, but I mean, like that one feels That's like iconic. Rightfully so, I yeah. Like, I think like the forum would be crazy. Something about the forum, and I mean, yeah. I mean, how 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 high are we shooting here? Because like Wembley would be cool. Like, <laughs> you know, like there's some venues we went have been to growing up that we still haven't gotten to play yet, like Sports Arena in San Diego or. Um, the outdoor air amphitheater SDSU we haven't played yet. Um, there's a few like really cool LA ones that I'd love to play. Like the Wiltern is a great venue. Yeah, um, Wiltern would be sick. Or like the Greek Theater here too, or Hollywood Bowl. Greek, would yeah, the awesome. Greek would be really sick. Um, I feel like those are all like huge benchmarks in, in someone's career. So it'd be sick to kind of work our way up to get there one day. Definitely. Yeah, I know you guys have like a lot of California pride. I literally just went there for the first time ever, which is so wild because I've been, you know, working music for like six years now. Um, yeah. Went to Palm Sick. Springs. Here's a venue for you guys. Went to yeah, an dude. old people, an old people casino, and I saw a cover <laughs> band. If you guys are ever in the Palm Springs area, I recommend. The reason I asked, I was like, yeah, how, how were you able to film all of that? Because I did not realize that like California had all of that in one place, but being in Palm Springs within like an hour drive you're in desert mountain green ocean or i guess it was a lake kind of wild dude yeah. california like as much as it's on the nose it's pretty amazing you know it's, it's definitely got its issues for sure but overall i mean it's, it's pretty great like can't, can't lie and you know what tune i bumped as soon as i landed at lax <laughs> i'm just gonna tell you uh sun keeps shining <laughs> That's honestly uh, one of my favorite tracks by you guys. I'm like, I, first of all, I was alone and I'm driving a rental car alone all the way through <laughs> the mountains. And it was like the perfect song to listen to. Um, so very selfishly, I want to ask you about that track and just kind of like how it, how it came to be. Yeah. Uh, Sun Keeps on Shining was like, I'll be completely honest with you. Like sometimes you're like, you try to remember sessions because you do a lot of them obviously and like a lot of them kind of feel similar so you're like which song was that but i do remember sun keeps on shining really particularly we wrote that song and didn't have any drums like we finished the day and like had the whole song basically workshopped but didn't it didn't feel right to add drums so that song kind of sat for a while we really liked the chorus and then it sat there for a minute and then I think our producer Simon like just unlocked kind of that break beady like feel to it. And then it kind of like cracked open the song of like, okay, like, you know, the song went from like just a workshop thing to like, oh, we should put this out and like keep working on it and getting the bass in and stuff. So I remember for us, like a lot of the songs we write for whatever reason, we sort of just write them and like get them out. We'll finish them in like a day or two. And I do remember Sun Keeps on Shining was like for us a little bit more of a process, like, okay, coming back and like writing other tunes and then coming back. And so once we kind of cracked it with Simon, it felt like, okay, like we've got something here. Interesting. Yeah, actually, I spoke with the band yesterday and they were saying how they've never been able to start and finish a track like in the same session. And like a lot of times they'll book a session. They're like, all right, like let's get an album done in like the next six weeks. And they've never been able to do that. Would you say that's common practice for you holding on to a track like you did with sun keep shining or 
do you typically want and done it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always different, but I, we kind of want and done it a lot. Yeah, which, usually which like, odd. I feel like sometimes if we're like writing with an idea or something and we're not like 100%, like everyone's super stoked on it, sometimes we'll just be like, all right, let's move on to another idea the next day. Like we'll still like finish the song, like we'll get verse, you know, verse chorus, verse two and whatever, flesh out the song a little bit. But um, a lot of times we'll just like move on to a new song and just like, okay, let's start from from scratch again today. And sometimes like the best songs you end up doing are just like made really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, end up finishing them, you know, within one day. From then on, we'll kind of look back at like, maybe we do like a week of studio session, look back on the songs, be like, oh, this was a standout for us. Let's like kind of revisit this one, rework some of the lyrics, re- rework some more production on it. That's kind of like how we've, been revisiting our our songs i guess sweet that's it's really interesting to hear other people's like different creative processes i know i think i read an interview or or listened to a podcast you guys were on where your track sunburn kind of just started because you knew you wanted to name a track called sunburn yeah (laughs) i it's funny how some people would never even think to do that and other people you know like you are like let's just make a fucking song called sunburn i'm always so inspired by like the people like i know stevie nicks i remember one time she said in an interview, she just writes poetry and then shows up to a session and then creates it from there. And that's like, I don't know if we've ever done anything close to that, like at all, bro. So like people like that to me are like, that's insane. It's funny to see people's different creative processes and how it works for others and and whatnot. But yeah, honestly, and I feel like people get shit on a little bit when it's not as quite robust and poetic, but I'm like, it doesn't actually matter because clearly you're able to, yeah. <laughs> to, to sustain a, a large career from it. Like, that's pretty cool. That's, that's, like, I would, that would be way cooler if we're like, yeah, man, when we write a beautiful piece of poetry and then come and say, <laughs> that'd be way cooler. Nah, it's all subjective. But I want to talk about 2023 because you are about to end your tour tomorrow first of all today's your day off what's what's your day off look like did you have a lot of days off the past few months and also thank you for spending it with me (laughs) i mean it's funny when you get off tour you just for me i just immediately go like what do i have to do so i'm gonna go like you know get my car serviced and like you know light bulbs like such lame adulting things yeah i got home and went straight to get a burrito and went to the beach and just sat there for a minute and that was like a very nice recharge um it's nice. That's a typical thing, but it was very, it was very nice. Miss, miss the beach. I tend to feel a bit de- like depressed, mm-hmm. like on the first few days, just straight up, because you're so go, 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 and like, and then you're. Sh- I feel like your body and just everything is like so in that mode, and then you're doing nothing. You know, like the hive, like a show at night, and then you're just sitting there, kind of like what Luke said, with no. There, you think there's something you need to do, but there's really not. So the first few days for me are usually kind of like kind of sad right now you know but i fully understand that not even just the aspect of like playing shows but being around the homies and your friends and so many like-minded people and then being removed from that you're like i have to be alone with my thoughts for a minute yeah it's nice to have like on tour sometimes splitting up like one day off like this this tour we just did we had one actual day off where we didn't have to drive or anything um and that was like a nice recharge and like you can go for another few weeks or whatever the stint is. But yeah, this, this tour where you had one day off. <laughs> Pretty grueling. Damn. So that's been nice to get some sleep and like, yeah, true. be able to like re kind of center yourself, I guess. Yeah, of course. So we, like I said, we, we wrap up the tour tomorrow. We got a new track around the corner. What else can the fans expect from almost Monday? 
I mean, we're actually announcing more dates tomorrow, I think. Oh, sweet. Wow. So more touring. Um, yeah. And a, a lot more music. We're really, really excited about, I think, the slate of music that we have for this year. I know artists kind of always say that. You always have to be excited, but we're like really excited. The new stuff feels really just like true to us and where we're from and kind of who we are. So we're just really looking forward to that. Heck yeah. I like to um, wrap up these interviews, not with just like what you want to hope to accomplish professionally, but what are we trying to do in our personal lives? I interviewed a, a band yesterday. They wanted to buy a new Subaru. We got any cars in the <laughs> on the bucket list? What are we trying to do? Twenty twenty three. Man, I'd like to. I'd like to surf more. Like that's always nice. Um, I feel like I haven't been doing that as much. But get my knee better. Wanna, I was training for uh, a half marathon earlier this year and screwed up my knee. So and it's still hurting. So hopefully that gets better. Finish that up. So I'm probably gonna try to get back into rock climbing. I haven't done that in a while. My roommates are all doing it now that I got back, so probably try to pick that up again. Nice, like out, like outdoor rock climbing, like full uh, down real rocks. Yeah, they've been going to a gym in LA, but um, I do have a lot of friends who do some like outdoor stuff, so I'd love to do that again as well. That's sick. And I am hiking the Grand Canyon in a couple weeks, so looking forward to that. Damn. Okay, you guys got some outdoorsy, outdoorsy goals. I love it. I want to know yours. What are you working on? I'll lay it on you. I'll lay it on you. So similar to you with your hurt knee, I broke my foot a few months ago. I was at a music festival. Absolutely classic. And (laughs) ever since then, I was like, I'm never going to take for granted the ability to fucking walk again. Cause I had to, I couldn't walk for like six weeks. So I've just been traveling like a motherfucker. I have booked to San Juan, Palm Springs, Joshua Tree. I'm going to Iceland. I'm going to Chicago. Basically going on tour myself. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just like throwing my responsibilities aside, buying cat sweaters, and just kind of partying. (laughs) Dude, music festivals are dangerous, man. Last year, I got my tooth knocked out at Turnstile at Coachella. How? Like, you can get, I mean, just an elbow to the, just straight to the, straight to the mouth. We had to play like, I think like two or three gigs, and I just, a big, I basically just had like half of one of my front teeth. <laughs> what was there the turnaround time on fixing it? Well, I got it fixed pretty fast, but like we couldn't do it before like three gigs we had. Oh, so no. it was just showed up and like played looking like a, uh, you know, whatever, looking like a weirdo, but <laughs> so music festival, broken beat. Somewhere broken. in the ethers exists a photo of you jamming on stage with a semi, uh, with a half tooth. <laughs> we, might, we might have to update the Spotify profile pic. <laughs> All right. Well, almost Monday. I appreciate you taking the time, especially on your day off after uh, literally not having any for like over a month chatting with me. Much appreciated. Appreciate it.